to the Shire Fit Podcast. <laughs> got enough of yeah. Domino's though. Oh, have you? Okay, yeah. that's what you want, mate. You know, <laughs> live the dream. Um, well, today, guys, obviously we're leading up into Christmas. We thought we would do a little podcast because uh, I put out a few questions asking people what they would like to hear in podcasts or things they'd like to sort of find out about. And there's quite a few. So we've had a few more people asking about a little bit more in-depth looking at programming for gyms and individuals. So we're going to do some good stuff after Christmas on that. Uh, but two or three people were asking for like uh, understanding like the why in training mm-hmm. and understanding what happens as you go through training, uh, especially in the functional fitness or like CrossFit industry. It's the biggest part of it, isn't it? Yeah. Like why you want to train. Yeah, the why and how things change, your perception, your views on training and that sort of training cycle that I've seen loads. I think I've sort of been in and around CrossFit gyms now for, what, eight years? And um, during that time now, I've definitely... I spent a lot of time at probably like four different gyms and I've yeah. seen what you call that training cycle of people that go through it and yeah. how it sort of changes. What was the reason you got into training? Well, I'll get hammered. I'll see you smiling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, obviously people will banter me for bringing up Marines again, but that is the point I'll get into training because like I said in the previous podcast, the guys in my troop that were fitter all done it. So I thought there's something in that. Found out Obviously, your gym was around the corner from where I worked then and thought, why not give it a go? And then from day one, absolutely loved it, so I just carried on. I still do yeah. like the, the story of you. You literally had just joined or just come in, hadn't you? And then yeah. you turned up and it was one of those open evenings. Yeah. And we were doing the, um, the open wad, which was <laughs> the six, lunges. 16.5. Or Whatever the lunge, yeah, overhead 16, lunges was. 16.5. And, and it yeah. Was, yeah, the overhead lunge, and all I, I, all I remember you was turning up for the last minute. You were like on the last yeah. hit of the 16.5. Which in my caramel stuff. Bur- burpee over <laughs> in the carry market, yeah. Uh, with the burpee over bar, the 21.18. Oh, God, down the ladder, mate. Sick yeah, and I, remember, I remember you getting after it, and I remember feeling for you thinking, I hope he comes back again. I couldn't even front rack then, so my wrists were just in absolute yeah. agony. Yeah, still yeah. love burpees to this that day. Is, it's probably what makes is, me hate burpees. That, that workout. One of the worst workouts there is. Yeah. We retested it a while ago, didn't we? Did it? Oh, horrid. Ago. Absolutely horrid. Um, yeah, yeah so so you, I so lost you, odds on to go back up the ladder yeah, as well. Yeah, you did indeed. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> horrendous. <laughs> but uh, like, yeah, you you got into training because you had that sort of goal, didn't yeah. you? And that 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 goal was to go and hopefully go into the Marines and the yeah. So that's what I begin with. Yeah, and what weird weirdly one thing uh, I think I said it in the other podcast as well was. I was awful rope climbs mm. and I knew uh, I think I spoke to you about it and you said you were getting ropes in so I was like perfect he's been here before he'll be able to teach me how to climb a rope properly stuff like that so you just think little learn, yeah. uh, probably not no <laughs> <laughs> you Look, have. You're I'm, good, I'm too heavy to climb that rope <laughs> you're like a snake I think um, <laughs> Yeah, and and I remember you coming in, sort of talking to me about your goal of wanting yeah. to get as fit as possible to get into the Marines. And I think like what what CrossFit does really well is it it can it can help people achieve so many different goals. Yes. Whether it be like, um, you know, r- running a half marathon, yeah, lifting some form of weight, getting strong, getting lean. 
Well, it's one of those things that like every member who comes in who comes from a different background, whether triathlon, running, they all say it helps, mm. like makes them feel better. So yeah. the well-rounded type of programming that CrossFit does does help any sort of athlete. Yeah, and I suppose like for you, your goals changed, didn't they? Oh, Quite yeah. quickly. Yeah. Because, um, because you couldn't go into the marine due to um, like a medical issue of your ear, it was your ear, wasn't it? Yep. Your eardrum, wasn't it? Um, so your goals, or, or not even the goals, but the reason why you trained changed quite quickly but what what happened there so what what changed and made you think why well the biggest change was obviously i didn't have that goal at the end but i just love the training so i used to go gym around the corner but one of them where you just turn up do your thing not be bothered jump on the treadmill for half hour then leave mm. um but i didn't enjoy it so even though i did it the main reason i went to that one was because i need to do the training so i had that goal if that goal got taken away and i was still at that gym probably wouldn't be bothered because like i i don't particularly love doing the gym but um it makes me feel good so uh i've never from my football days i've never like when i played football i would do anything to get out of gym absolutely anything to get out of it but um now i just love it because and now if i don't do it like i just feel lethargic and slow and everything like that so i do it just to keep myself going more than anything okay and that's where it sort of changed i learned to love training just for the fact that it makes me feel good and want to do things instead of just like being lazy and lethargic and all, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I hear you. I think, um, well, I, remember I, I I started CrossFit just out of being intrigued, so I'd watch videos and stuff. And yeah. I'd, I was doing, I was training already, doing fit, like fitness, mini fitness competitions and things. Mm-hmm. But, and uh, yeah, I'd seen it online and just out of like being a bit inquisitive and interested in it, I'd nice. give it a go. And then for me, all of a sudden, like training suddenly became something like i really wanted to do yeah yeah whereas beforehand for me training was because there was an end end reason yep. to doing it so yeah. it's like i'm training now so i can be ready for this competition i'm training now because i'm going to be deploying here yeah whereas all of a sudden for me i started doing it and it suddenly became like i'm gonna go to gym now because i absolutely love it, I want love to it. it yeah, yeah, yeah and did um, you think you'd be like that when because you first saw crossfit from seals when you're yeah. afghan did you think when you saw it there that you'd want, I want to like do comps in this and stuff like well, that? I realised, I think the island for me was, I, I, I tried to work out and I was terrible. So I suddenly <laughs> realised that actually like I wasn't... That fit? Yeah, I wasn't where I thought I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was a, it was a, it was a humbling experience, which I, I found, like, I really like, I, I enjoy yeah. those times. I think yeah, like, yeah. for me it's like, oh, fantastic. I found something, something else work I need on. to get better at. Yeah. Um, and... Yeah, so then I remember I come home and started watching videos on it, and then give it a go. Trained for a bit, went to a, visit a CrossFit gym to give yeah. it a go, and saw yeah, muscle up and did it and annoyed everyone. Uh, no, not at all. Mate, yes, no. you did. You no, even tell the story no, all the no. time. Well, you don't. Well, you don't know about this. What I say to people all the time. People moment, but they don't see the time. You know, you spend <laughs> practicing, training. Like uh, as an example, mate, you can go to the in our street where I live. And there's a load of swings there in the park. Yeah. And if you look at the if you go to swings, it's still the same now. Your skin's still on there. No, no. <laughs> and this is from when I was like that 13. There's like marks in the paint from where I used to do pull-ups. Really? Yeah. And um, so that's what you know. I say like. I think I'm after test this out. Yeah, mate. You can come visit. Some of your stories can be it's a bit in, dubious. It's in, in Rushton, so I don't know if they let you in, mate. It's quite, oh, it's quite yeah. posh. I'm a bit normal. Yeah. 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 Being from Finnedon. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, so I think I got into it because I suddenly it was like, wow, this is like something I really enjoy. And yeah. actually, you know, the, the turning bit for me was uh, I started going to a CrossFit gym. Okay. 
and because I was doing CrossFit my own for a very long time yeah. and I loved it because I loved like the challenge I loved the the goal setting I loved the fact that I could see myself like improving mm-hmm. but then I went to a CrossFit gym and there was all of a sudden actually there's other people around me doing the same thing um, and like all similar mindset in terms of relatively outgoing positive yeah. and for me that like that it, it was a really good environment to be in because it was a really big change from what I was in so like I actually really enjoyed CrossFit for doing that yeah. um, but I suppose yeah like the questions that people asked were like they, when they said about the podcast they wanted to understand like the journey that people go through their training mm-hmm. and one of the things that I wanted to talk about really was that what we just talked about there was like the original whys yeah and for me, like I've just joined in the six AM class, and it still seems it feels the same. Like I go in there to have fun, mm-hmm. and I just I'm enjoy it. And I, I I know that I've made mistakes on the training journey, which we'll talk about in a minute. But mm-hmm. um, I've learned that over time, and then now I realise now that is my enjoyment time to go in. Yeah. And it does feel like it was when I first walked into a CrossFit gym. In the sense of, yes, I know more. Yes, I've done it a lot more. But yeah. I go in there the same core aim of like having a laugh having yeah. some fun, working hard, and then just helping everyone out Massively. and walking out again. Um, yeah. But I think uh, there's, there's with the fitness industry, there's a fuzzy line between like what we compare as like being a professional athlete and yes. being, a, a being someone that just does it. 100%. Whereas I feel like with, if we use say something like rugby or football example, if you play, play Sunday football, you don't take it as seriously nope. as you would do if you were playing uh, playing pro football or you, yeah. you wouldn't dedicate as much time to it or it wouldn't eat up your life if that makes sense as yeah. much as that but that's why you love it like if you speak to any professional footballer yeah um, and I've got a few mates that I've played with that I still play it none of them love it none of them love it because they do it every day and if you do it every day sometimes you will lose that love for it and 99% there'll be the odd one that still does but 99% won't, won't enjoy it anywhere near as much as what they used to yeah. but it's their job now so they, they do it they still obviously want to do better at it, but the like love for it that they first did for it, for, uh, that they first joined for it, won't won't be there. And I I even got that when I was doing the academy. Yeah. Like, I I lost I lost the love for it, and that's why I stopped and how playing. Come? What made what made you lose the love for playing? Um, I think a lot of it was to do the coaches didn't really make you enjoy it. Like we would just get obviously it's part of the academy process that you just get like hammered a little bit, but there wasn't enough enjoyment out of it. Um, plus the fact we lost pretty much every week, <laughs> which didn't help. Was that poor goalkeeper? Uh, yeah, yeah, just letting goals all the time, mate. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it's uh, it's one of those things. That, yeah, they didn't let you see the end goal too much, or they didn't get you those little rewards. So you just like constantly getting hammered, hammered, hammered. Yeah, and then you play it every day, so um, you don't have that time away for it to appreciate how yeah. like lucky you are, sort of thing. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, because yeah. you, you end up getting your whole world becomes yeah. like enthralled in that, doesn't it? Yeah. What 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 like motivates you now going into the gym? Exact same reasons you just said. Like I just enjoy it. I love being with the members. Like I don't think if I did open gym, I wouldn't get any enjoy out, enjoyment out of it. Um, I just love going into classes, being with the members, and just having a laugh with them. As well as I know it makes me fitter and stronger at the same time. But you do that without even realising because you have such a good time. And the bit where you start to lose that, I think, is where you'll end up, you'll start the process of leaving because you're not enjoying it anymore. Yeah, like yeah, agreed. Yeah, I think so what motivates me, I think motivates for me really in terms of training. Um, first thing for me is like setting a good example. You like it? So like setting a good example to like, whether it be um, the members that come in, um, 
to like someone like my little brother who I want to try and be like a more role model towards. Okay. Um, and and the other motivators for me are a sense of when I train, it does actually like really set me up really well for mm. the day, or it makes me feel so much better yes. for training. Um, and I suppose the other then the final motivator for me is the ability to still um hold like a really good level of fitness mm-hmm. um uh, and you know lead by example with what i'm trying to achieve or yeah. do in training um the mistake that i made or the, the you know and i've gone through it maybe twice was where i stopped enjoying training mm-hmm. and i know I, it happened to me around two years ago where i was training relatively hard leading into the crossfit open yep training super hard and uh, after the CrossFit Open finished, I just felt like I did not want to do another CrossFit workout. Yeah. Purely because um, I had like probably taken it all a little bit too seriously yeah, in yeah, my yeah. head. I trained so much, but what I hadn't done is I hadn't, hadn't enjoyed the process of what I was doing. You're getting um, gross in it too much. Yeah, you're getting yeah. gross. And I think for me, what I suddenly realized was actually like, I don't know if I was following why I really started mm-hmm. wanting to do this. Yeah. Um, I was looking at that goal of getting to that point, but I wasn't enjoying the process in the lead up to it. Yeah. It was all, all about that. And what I learned straight was, away for me was actually, it's a little bit of balance. Yeah. And I need to be able to relax and enjoy the process because I definitely learned, for instance, my rugby days, that actually playing at that high level or doing that pinnacle game that wasn't the high like the high moment in actually no. what I did. It was in it was the the day to day stuff with the people. That's with your the reward. Team, the individual, yeah. I was saying this to uh, Jake the other day actually because he was speaking about his lifting competition, and he was on about um, like how he gets nervous and stuff like that in the comps. But that's something I uh, listened to a podcast about, and it's like like you Zach say, you do all the hard stuff and all the nervous parts, all the train lead up to it, and you've got to trust that process has worked. So your reward, this was actually Sonny Webster. Sonny Webster was speaking about it. And when he got to the Olympics, he was like, I could have gone there and been nervous, but I was like, I've worked so hard to get there. Uh, this is my reward, so I'm just going to go there and enjoy it. Like, nothing can change up these last few days towards it. I'm just going to go out there, lift some weight and have a laugh. I think that can be transferred over to any place. If you get to that pinnacle, that is the bit for you to enjoy because you've worked hard up to the lead to it. Yeah, yeah. So I think, uh, what do you see... So. We've sort of talked about a lot about motivators. What what changes do you think? So the, my change was, for instance, I started taking a little bit too seriously. Yeah. Maybe took myself a little bit too seriously in training. Um, I think that's so easy to do because you get to the point where you're like, right, I've been doing this for two years now. And say if you have been following the program, but you've not really done any like, extras or something. And sometimes it can take so long to say, get your first pull up yeah. or anything like that. And you say, you can be like, I've enjoyed training, but... I still can't quite get my first pull up and I've been doing it a year and a half or a year and anything like that and um, I think it can change like that be like right now I want to get my first pull up I want to put everything into that and you just tip that line of taking it a bit too seriously so you lose that enjoyment side yep. and that's what kept you there for that like year and a half and you got to think of it you're doing so much work which is stress on your central nervous system you've also got work outside which is stress on your central nervous system so if you miss that enjoyment bit that's the one bit that would make you relax after all that. Mm. And then that just could tip you over the edge. It's like, I don't enjoy this anymore. I just want out. Anything like that. Yeah, I, th- I, th- I think the massive one is like losing that fun and taking it really yes, seriously. Massively. Uh, uh, CrossFit is like numbers based, right? Yep. So if I go to you, how much can you front squat? 140. There you go. Jesus. 
It's 140 pounds for the American listeners, yeah? Uh, no, I'm just being nice anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you had a lot about 10 kilos, is that what uh, I <laughs> I don't even know what it is, to be honest. Yeah, I, What's your fan time? Uh... This is terrible. I don't. Yeah, I, I haven't done Fran in so long. Uh, why? Because well, you know I don't like. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, I well, should. I should have a look. A little review of this. With those numbers orientated, except from Ash, most people yeah. are like they understand all their numbers, they follow it, or they track it all, um, and that's what also makes it slightly addictive because yeah. you can look at all the different metrics. Whereas I yeah. think before of training, like, I know I couldn't. I was just yeah. training. Mine's just changed a little bit. That's all. Yeah. Because I used to be a bit like that. I said I really want to see, but ever since I've started coaching, I've got more into coaching. I just really concentrate on that and sort of I just train to train sort of thing and yeah. like like bits I spoke about before it just makes me feel good Yeah. so I should really concentrate on my numbers a little bit more but I like looking at other people and like what's happening with the members and stuff like that and yeah. making sure they are and that's why I've kind of forgot and well, I just worry. don't want to do we'll, Fran again we'll, we'll, uh, we'll do Fran in a minute um, so, so yeah so I know because it, because it is numbers based people can get it like yes. uh, really eaten up in all the numbers and the statistics of training um, and I think we've talked in previous podcasts about there's so many different things that affect those numbers whether it be like you said a minute ago stress um, everything else that goes on in life that, that actually if we remember when we were first walked through the gym mm-hmm. don't forget the original goal yep our original goals weren't to add one kilo to our clean jerk and go to the CrossFit Games. It was actually wanted to go in there and try and find something that we could meet some people away from work and 100%. get out there. Um, so, yeah, so I wrote down like a few different training bits, but I said numbers orientated is a big one. And then the next one thing for me was like, like we spoke about a second ago was crossing the border between like enjoyment of training and application mm-hmm. of training. Yeah. Um, now you can still work really hard you can still push yourself and achieve those goals mm-hmm. uh but some people suddenly feel like do you know I, i'll tell you what i'll tell you what it is actually so if I, as an example a bit like football fans you know how football fans think they could do a better job than the manager yep um it's the same i feel like people listen to a podcast or they watch a youtube video and they think they they know how to yep. like become or, or train themselves to go to the games or become a really great athlete yeah, yeah yeah. um so i feel like their application suddenly changes and their view of it changes like i see so many people that like online that follow programs i'm like you don't need to follow a program you need to go to your box yeah and get taught how to do their squat properly first yeah yeah like so i see lots of those are people suddenly like jump into that and i think in the crossfit industry that's quite rife at the minute yeah um sometimes it's not actually a bad thing because it's like when we teach stuff it's like education Mm -hmm. and like it's good to see that people are actually taking it in think i can do i can do that but it's that fine line between like thinking you've got it nailed and wanting to that still improve that that skill Definitely, as well. Yeah, and I think yeah. that's why our big thing is like we've talked about in the past, with the coaches can can like consistently developing yeah. to deliver more and more information to keep yeah. helping more and more people. But yeah, so I feel like sometimes that 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 line gets crossed. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, like it, it, as an example, if we went to a, a rugby training session or a football training session, someone said, "Ah, oh, I'm not going to train like now with here. I've I've got my own coach yeah, online. Yeah. I'm going to go off and do the drills they've given me." Yeah. Like that's not going to be beneficial to them compared to when someone's here doing that. Definitely. But what you did say is a really, really good point is that actually sometimes throwing in small bits of extras mm-hmm. really, really beneficial yeah. because sometimes you might want to get, say, your pull-up or you might want to increase your squat or something and sometimes you need a little bit of higher volume with yeah. that and that is fair enough. There's no mm-hmm. arguments to that. But I feel like sometimes people just, like you said, cross that line of going too serious towards yeah. that and thinking that is 
that is the be all and end. And they forget what cross it is. Yes. And don't know about how well rounded you have to yeah. be. And I forget some. Pe- I think some people forget the crossover, loads of different things as well. Yeah. So like, if you're doing snatch, say, weirdly laughing, it sound weird, but that can help your pull up. If you are like, to speak like technical term, if you are like active off the floor, you're using your lats. Your lats are getting stronger because they're working. So the crossover from that is way more than people think as well. And that's what we could actually give more education on that as well. And but stuff for them, if they are doing stuff properly, the crossover is massive. Yes. And help out. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, I think all that stuff goes down to like improvement. People yeah. always want improvement. Yeah. Um, and as you start to like improve, like when you first go into stuff, you improve quite a lot. Yeah. And then you get to that point where improvement starts to slow off a little bit. And mm-hmm. that's often because you might need to change the output. You might need to add a little bit more intensity or whatever. You've got mm-hmm. to basically not let yourself or your body uh, basically sit easy. Yeah. You go, yeah, this is awesome now. Yeah, Fran, done this before in five minutes. Easy, won't improve anymore. You've got to be able to push that and continue yeah. to get better. A little right, percentage is yeah. But obviously the improvement won't keep going off at that rate. No. Um, so, and we've, again we've talked about this in the programming one I think we said like you know otherwise people who run the 100 metres would be doing it in like three seconds now yeah, if, we yeah, looked yeah. At, if we if we actually worked out the improvement chart if people just continue to improve at a linear rate mm-hmm. um, so actually improvement slows down as you get better so I think that's for me where it's really important where you've got to look at the why when you get to that point yeah. and that's what I did when I got after so after that, one of the CrossFit Opens I think it was two years ago um, it finished and I had like a whole month where I just didn't train and I was like Pff. the thought of holding a barbell the thought of just nothing yeah. um, and my first session back like I thought you know I'm going to as we had a, we then had a coach then so I was like sweet I'm going to uh, jump in a class and I jumped in the class and then we did the warm up and I was like okay this is this why. is why I did CrossFit mm-hmm. it, it you know it was the the fun of it it was having a laugh it was you know not taking training as seriously I had done before mm-hmm. and all of a sudden um, like it, it like lit me, lit my fire a little bit in the sense yeah. of okay now I realise what's more important for me mm-hmm. and more important for me was actually going there and having a release and having fun yeah. um, not worrying about the numbers so much and I think it's important to say that obviously it doesn't mean that when I go in there and I'm like oh my PB front squat's 100 but it doesn't matter if I only get 40 today Yeah. obviously I still want to do well and the cool thing is you've got the rest of the team around you to push yourself Massively. but I think um, but I think it's actually not overthinking it yeah. not worrying about it not it's, not stressing about it so much yeah massively and like you say like as you go in more like you said about that linear progression you always see like when you first start movements you have that big that big high you improve your snatch by 50 kilos straight away and then you get used to the movement and your body adapts to it so like we said it's about that patience so this like carry on with the training and you might not improve your snatch for a year but if you keep listening to the coaches and constantly train then after a year that will go up and then because you've done that progression it will just steadily start to go up as well and you'll have those ups and downs but you will be having that improvement because you are it's patience and application yeah more than I, anything. Um, I completely agree with you I think uh, obviously goals change as you start to go mm. through training in terms of what you want to try and achieve or get better at yeah um, but you're right and I think we've got quite a lot of CrossFit coaches that listen I've spoken to over the last few weeks of things and um, I think for, in their sense or from, from what they obviously have happened to them and they have these members that maybe like they get to that point and, and they go 
you know what, we, we're going to start doing, I don't know, following this program instead of coming to the classes and things. And yep. I suppose for a coach, the advice really is, like you said there, is actually really trying to have them understand what the aim is and understand what their aim is yeah. and help them progress their aim within what we do at the gym because there is so many opportunities to do that so um, I know we talk about a lot and the team talk in their team meetings about all the members and how we can help them more and more but I suppose it's just the coaches asking questions to those members and going look you want to do this let's try this yeah, helping yeah. them out but uh, yeah the, those those goals change you go along obviously like when you first come in like I've got an example. I've got loads of examples of different members, and when they first walked into where they're now, it's just so so different. But yeah. I know members that when they were, first walked in, their goal was to see if they could actually lift the barbell mm-hmm. out of the rack and be able to try and do a clean jerk with it. Yeah. Whereas now I know that member is now going, oh, I need to do more because I can only clean jerk fifty kilos. Yeah. Does that make sense. Yeah. And um, sometimes you go, actually, don't forget why. Like, what yeah. was the reason you first started to train? Yeah. Um, and why has those, those things changed now? What's made that change? And how far they've come? Yeah, like, that's, and that's like it. That. That's it's it. Like, so I, far. I think some, it's really hard to appreciate that as, a, as an yeah. individual because you you don't see that like long term progression. You see day to day. Yeah. So you and we're in a society where everything's fast as well, aren't we? So yeah. And you only look forward. That's so so true, be like yeah. you've come to the barbell to fifty kilos, but you don't worry about that. It's said like, oh, I want sixty tomorrow. Yeah, that's the society we live in. Like, they want that. It's like, I've done my first pull up, right? Now I should be able to do a muscle up straight yeah. away. Like, what, what's, uh, what, do you, what do you think makes them change their goals? So, obviously, you just said there, the people's natural thought pan is like, yeah. always, we are, aren't we? Like, yeah. the way we live now is always something's got to be better. It yeah. can't just be the same. But what? I, what I think a lot of it can be jealousy sometimes. Oh. No, God, yeah. we're, we're now we're dead. Yeah, God. and then we're getting yeah, in there right, now. I think that's one of the points I was going to be able to set, but go on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so like, I think a lot of time it can be you'll see someone else and like say you get someone in that's really strong for the first time. They come in and you just do a bit of technique work with them and they get a muscle up first oh, session. God, I hate those people. Yeah, exactly. Like classic Jack Fletney moment there. <laughs> <laughs> but and then him. there'll be that member, like you say, that come from could hardly even hang on the bar when they first walked in. And now they've done it for two, three years. They can now do five strict pull-ups, say, but they can't get a muscle-up. And they've just watched someone walk through the door and do a muscle-up. Yeah. And they're like, I've been here three years. Why can't I do that? Yes, that's so, so true, mate. Yeah. I think that's a good example we talked about at the start. Yeah. Like, I dread to think how many miles I ran yeah. with some bricks and a bag yeah. on my back and how many pull-ups I did on a pull-up bar. 100%. Trying to, like, get better. And the, re- the reason I first started doing it is because... I was with my little brother. He's now 14. But, mm. And when he was a little baby, we took him up to the park with us. And we sat there and I was playing in the park with my dad. And he did a pull-up. He tried to tell me to do one. I couldn't do one. Yeah. And he started laughing at me and taking a <laughs> mic. As he does normally. Yeah. He's still yeah. doing now. Yeah. He's but horrible. But I remember then after that day, like every night I'd go there once once it was late and go and practice. And I started off without even realising what I was doing. Yeah. I was holding on to the bottom of the slide and doing like essentially like ring rows. Yeah. And and then I started trying to do it on the, on the pull-up bar and trying to get better at it. And for me, that was... Uh, that was like obviously a probably period of what I started when I was about 13 mm-hmm. so training and doing those things until I actually first walked into a CrossFit gym when I was like 19, 20 yeah 
So that is like seven years yeah. of doing quite a lot of training. So in that meantime, I'd gone through a rugby contract, gone into the Marines, done that. And then and obviously I turned to a CrossFit gym and managed to get a muscle up and things like you're joking about. Yeah, yeah. What people don't see is, is that, that yeah. those years and years of playing sport, training. And you're 100%. right. I think people like, like we, we've said it before and I did a post, I think on Instagram a while about, about comparison and like comparison is a thief of joy, which yeah. is a wicked quote. And it is so true. So, so true. You compare, compare, but you don't know each other's stories. 100%. Um, that's why I really, really hate the CrossFit industry now for what it is on Instagram. Yeah. Like fuming with it. Like I like just because the amount like, you know, cro- the CrossFit on Instagram now mm-hmm. is people showing off their high level skills. That's all it is. No one's but not but showing what up. the journey was to get to that point yeah. often. And I think people compare those things and think I should be like that or yeah. they feel like they're not adequate enough. I yeah. think that's a big one quite a lot of the time. Yeah, that's good. So so naturally they feel like they need to do more, they feel like they need to yeah. do that. Instead of actually wiping all that stuff away and realise naturally, you know, like they're doing really well. Like yeah. you've done so well. Like, looking at your own stories, yeah, not looking at your own story and think about how much you've improved. Yeah. It doesn't matter what someone else is doing. Like, don't worry about them. Like, um, and actually look at look at why you first walked in the gym, yeah. how much you've improved, and like, what is your why? Why did you Why did you first initially come into the gym? Yes. Um, but at the same time, also understand that those goals do change. But oh I yeah. Think making them realistic is really really important. Yeah, I think like like you say, like people's people's uh, end goal do change. And like we say, we are always here to help people. If they want to get that goal, that specific goal, we will always help them as much as we can. But I think a key point is people need to know they're not going to go to the CrossFit Games. Like, mm. if Bruce it is, there will be some members that will be like, what the hell, I'm Damn going man, to the I'm Games. Yeah. Like, Damn, <laughs> but, <laughs> but like, if you have got a specific goal, like you want to improve your clean and jerk, we've had loads of members we've uh, done little programs for. If people want to get their first pull-up, we've had loads of members we've done little programs for. So if they're willing to give the time, we will give them. We will give them that goal and be able mm. to help them towards it. Sort of, uh, that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, that makes makes sense. I think yeah. like you can do all those things. Yeah. In sort of class format as well. Oh yeah, hundred like, percent. I've been I, I've been following um, my own training for probably like four years, five years, mm-hmm. and I then Oops. went into a like went into joining into classes, and I actually continued to improve and get better. Yeah, I still do now. Like, I still PR random things, even though yeah. my training volume is way lower at the minute. Like, yeah. we got four sessions a week at the minute. Yeah. So my training volume is really low, but I'm still finding myself PRing and doing things, and that's purely because I think it's when you do go into that gym, you want to get after those things. You just, you really yeah, get after just it. relax with it. As yeah, well, yeah, enjoy it. Um, but I think like, yeah, my 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 big one is just understanding. Why, why do people get unmotivated at the gym or, or like lose track of what, what they're doing I think the big one for me is they take it too seriously or don't celebrate the little wins yeah that's what I mean yeah, yeah. take it seriously yeah. like um, you, what you've got to realise when you come to this gym yeah. or when you go to a CrossFit gym or if you own a CrossFit gym when your members come into that gym like that's their hobby yeah like they're going there mm-hmm. in their own spare time for an hour a day and the end goal should be actually they're there to have fun yes. and enjoy it. Yep. Whereas I feel like sometimes people get lo- like lost in this whole like world of um, not continuous improvement because that should be the aim, but actually the lost in the world of like taking it too seriously, yep. not enjoying it, um, overthinking it too much. Yep. Um, 
well, that's what I think. They don't see that progression as well. So they'll have an end goal, which is really good, but they won't celebrate it until they reach that end goal. Yeah. And that could be that could be a long time. So if you're not enjoying it up until that end goal, you're you're just going to stop because you're not going to enjoy the process and those little wins. You have to enjoy every little win up until that end goal because that is what will keep you going, keep going after it as well. Yep. Yeah. No, you're right, mate. I think that's what we said about like you know I talked to you before about why we put the PB board in yeah. and yeah. why the coaches are there to really celebrate people's success even if it's small yeah. um, because especially as you get better those improvements are smaller but you still need to see them as successful mm-hmm. I think um, what you'll do is you'll look left and see someone that's relatively new coming to the gym and they'll PR the clean jet by 10 kilos yeah. and you'll be going oh well and I could be out of my 10, <laughs> yeah, yeah, by 10 yeah. kilos and you'll go well that's because you're clean jerking 120 kilos yes like so yeah. you're probably going to be approving it by like 0.5 kilos yeah, instead of yeah. difference diff- so I think that's where that whole comparison taking things too seriously yeah. um, like you said jealousy so I think like actually just uh, wipe all those things away and I suppose if you're listening to this and you're in your training I think like a really good exercise would be is actually just writing down like what is your why? Even if you're mm-hmm. a coach, like why did you first do CrossFit? Why did you first walk into the gym to train? Why did yeah. you first walk on that sports field and give that game a go? Like, what was the raw reason why you first got into it? What's made you change those perceptions? And probably are you still enjoying it? And if yep. not, then those things probably need to change or the markers need to be understood and changed. Definitely. Uh, but some wicked points. And I think like we've got, I think we're so lucky in terms of like what we we've seen at the gym in terms of, members really highlighting that fun level yeah. and having fun I think the coach have done a really really good job of it as well there's nothing um, better coaching than when you have a class that's buzzing the whole time yeah nothing better yeah and that you know that they're all there for that fun factor yes. and that laugh and getting after it work as a team yeah um, that's why I love things like team wad because it's an opportunity for that and all yes. those different things and you know team wad's a universal thing done at so many different CrossFit gyms and the sole reason really is to like get a laugh and work together mm-hmm. um, but yeah I'd really appreciate it so if you feel like you've probably like had those moments or gone through them then you can drop us a message either like on Instagram yeah. um, to either like my Instagram which is jackfletney9 or, or the shire underscore fit Instagram or Ash, Ash what's your Instagram name and at A Camden A Camden yeah. and uh, so you can obviously drop us uh, a message and sort of give us some of your views on like what your why in training was or uh, how things have changed why they've changed and are you still enjoying it and looking at that process um, but we are going to be looking at some different bits including like programming um, some more in-depth things but as usual like obviously we do these podcasts for hopefully to help one person listen to it and take something away from it so if you're listening and you'd like us to talk about something then the only way we're going to talk about it is if you drop us an email and if you drop us an email we'll add it into a list of things we're going to bring up in the future and uh, and we can hopefully help you with some different bits of advice or thoughts or experience as well um, but Ash, any final like motivational quotes for oh, people you to get after this spot. week? Um, <laughs> enjoy the training. Yes, good lad, <laughs> love it, love it. Well, mate, thanks for jumping on again, bro. Um, and uh, I'm sure we'll have you on for some more future ones as well. Fantastic. See you later, guys. See ya.